such a great pleasure to speak to you thank you for listening podcast promises to simplify the seemingly hard things by the grace of god and i really hope that you have a deep grasp of what i'll be talking to you about today so um i'll be speaking briefly on the growth structure for every believer or let me say the basic growth structure for every believer now when we hear the word basic we always think it's something trivial we always think it's something um not necessary something that um, doesn't have to um be detailed but it's it's always wrong because the basic is always the flaw on which every other um every other building rest on and this is what i'm saying you cannot say the foundation is inconsequential or unimportant because it's at the bottom and all of that in fact no house would stay without a great foundation so when we talk about basic or when we talk about you know the basis of a thing we should see it as the most important because what we see is resting on what we don't see right what we see with with our eyes what looks beautiful what is standing is standing because there are some things sitting right on those things and um, um, another thing is that we must begin to see that to actually build right to actually grow in the proper way god will keep bringing us to the basic to the basic to the foundational because if we don't correct it where he's taking us to and what is building in us will be faulty right so that's why god you see god often bringing you back to check your realities in christ often bringing you back to check your identity in christ often bringing you back to know your righteousness um the state of your consciousness about your righteousness you see god always bringing us back again and again until we get it because every other thing that is building is resting on these foundational things so let's get going um the basic growth structure for every believer of course number one is prayers 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 and i know some of us just we just feel like this thing is not working i've tried to pray you know you don't try to pray (laughs) you don't try to pray you don't try to talk to your lover you talk to your lover because it's an expression of your love because it's coming from a source that is inexhaustible it's coming from a source that is beyond normal it's coming from divinity because love is divinity love is god right so 
God is love. And so if you really love a person, you would really want to talk to the person. And I feel like one of the things that we should emphasize more is conversational prayers. How that I can talk to God as my father, not merely as um, a policeman that wants to eat my head with a rod because I'm not talking to him, not as a father who is just angry because you didn't say good morning, Lord, this morning, or because you didn't do your quiet time, quiet time, right? So we we often get into this guilt mode because we don't. Um, what has been painted to us as prayers looks so boring, looks so, you know, uninteresting. But yes, the deal. Prayers is a basics, uh, basis of every believer. You must learn to pray. You must learn to commune. You must learn to love God more. You 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 love God more when you talk to Him more. When you pray when you pour out your heart to him and we must repent from this um this desire to always want to get something from god the the reason prayers was initiated was not to get it was to be or the it is to be not it is to get you're not yet to get you're not yet to cheat god because god has an agenda and prayers is one of the ways through which you can get aligned to his agenda for yourself because you are God's vision board. Meaning that there's something God is seen about you in so 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 year that he feels that he must have achieved in you. And one of the ways that you can partner with God in achieving what he is working in you is prayers. Because in prayers we conform to the image of the one we're talking to, right? In prayers we understand the mind of God in prayers we break through experiences in prayers so many things happen right so um, we must learn to pray learn to pray um, Jude 119 says that building up yourselves in the most holy faith praying in the Holy Ghost and and then we see that that scripture is not merely talking about praying in tongues but also praying with the aid of the Holy Spirit Romans 8 26 says that um, the Holy Spirit prays for us it says we do not know what to pray about we do not know how to pray but the Holy Spirit helps our weaknesses he prays for us with groanings that can be uttered with words and so you see that prayers is beyond um, just asking God just um, singing prayers is really really um, knowing the mind of God prayers is really really engaging God and the tool for prayers is your art the tool for prayers is your art the tool for prayers is your heart God relates with man first with the art not first with your mouth it is with your art what is your art saying so many times we pray and we feel like we don't even get answers for what we pray about because what our art is saying is different from what our mouth is saying and so we must be careful about that first thessalonians 5 17 says pray continually so how can you pray continually you're involving god in every of your activity you wake up good morning holy spirit you're praying in the holy ghost you know you are going to the bathroom you're just praying in the holy ghost that's a consciousness that you are engaging a being called god right so we must 
come to that consciousness where we know God is not just appearing to us when we, we say, I want to pray, but God is always around us. The truth is, our atmosphere is God, but we determine where we tune in. <laughs> God is always available. God is always there. We determine where we tune into that that atmosphere. Our atmosphere is God. Our atmosphere is Christ. And so... Um, we must learn to pray learn to pray engage god engage god in your day-to-day engage god in your activities you need something tell your father you know let it be a father to do that thing stop that pressure of trying to please god stop that pressure of trying to pray 12 hours in tongues all by yourself at that times the holy spirit leads a man yes but don't be under that pressure that if you don't pray 12 hours in a month then um, 12 hours in tongues in a month as a stretch, then um, God is not going to just help me. And that's why some of us have not broken through into certain um, spiritual gifts that are just merely meant to be entered into via our understanding that we're that we're the righteousness of God, via our understanding of our right standing with God, via the understanding of our redemption and salvation. But we are just here trying to labor for what has been given to us. And I pray that God will deliver such people in the name of Jesus. God will show you that he has done so much for you and that you should step in. You should labor into rest, not labor as one who wants to get something. God has done all things. Scripture says that um, all things that pertain unto life and godliness have been given unto us. So how do we draw it? Via prayers, not from a pressure-oriented prayer, not from a validation prayer. You know, there's a way you can pray to get validated, to please your religious mind that you have engaged God today, right? But God is saying, come up higher. God is saying, come up and let me show you a new way to pray. Let me show you a new way to engage me. Let me show you a new way to hear me, right? And so many of us, the reason we are constantly in a place of I don't know what to do is because we do not pray. We've not we've not been exercising our hearts in tongues, you know, engaging the, the Lord in our everyday life. So it seems so difficult when... Um, <laughs> there's an issue and you're just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Because we you've not we've not learned to continually immerse ourselves in fellowship. Prayers is fellowship. Prayers is koinonia. It's partnership. It's not merely a one man show, right? Right? So prayers are important. It's a basic growth pillar for every believer now the number two pillar that i'll be talking about that makes up the structure the growth structure for believer is the word of god oh (laughs) i love the word of god 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 the word of god is a person he's not merely as it's not it's not merely the scriptures Yes, the Word of God is not scriptures. The Word of God is a person. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. Um, Scriptures also says that God, who at sundry times has spoken to us via the prophet, but 
but has now spoken to us through Christ. That means all that Christ would ever, all that God would ever want to say has been spoken to us by Christ. Christ is the Word of God. He was at the beginning, right? And so, um, the Word of God is not merely scriptures, although the person of the Word of God is dispensed via scriptures too, right? Meaning that you can learn about the Word of God via the written Word of God. But the Word of God is first of all a person. So if you see this, um, if you see this in this way, you would be able to, your, your orientation would change about studying the scriptures. You would know that the scriptures is a person speaking to you via something he inspired some people to write down, right? So you see it as a person talking to you. You see it as a person engaging you. Um, scripture says in um, Hebrews 4, verse 12, says the word of God is quick and powerful, right? sharper than any two-edged sword is able to discern between the spirit and the soul is able to you know and and you see that he was saying is it's not it it's the, the word of god is not merely it he's a person he says the desire is a discerner of thoughts it discerns your thoughts and scripture says no one can escape from the eyes of the word right amplified version Hebrews 4.12. You can check that out later. So you see that the word of God is a person first. So when you see the word of God as a person first, you'll be able to engage the word of God in the scriptures. And so you must learn to read your Bible. Learn to read your Bible. Learn to read your Bible. If you don't know the mind of God via the scriptures, if you don't know the person of God via the scriptures, what he can do, what he cannot do, his personality, his characteristics, his, his love, his, what he's passionate about. If you cannot search it um, in the scriptures and understand it, sincerely speaking, you might not be able to accurately grasp the will of God in some things. Because the will of God has been clearly written in the scriptures and by the aid of the spirit of god you can interpret right because there's a way you can also interpret the scriptures based on your level of understanding which might not be accurate so one of the things you should do as you open the scriptures each day don't feel pressured don't feel like hey what will i read no wait on the holy spirit um it's not something so fluky it's not something so hard just open your heart pray and check through the scriptures depending you know depending on your desires at that moment depending on the questions that are rising in your heart questions around relationship with men might be arising in your heart you could go through the scriptures check check google check bible verses on god's mercy you want to study about mercy check it you at a stage the more you meditate which we are still going back to because because it's an important pillar in the um the growth structure for a believer you you meditate as you meditate they stay at your heart right they they they, they open up scriptures open up then you begin to fellowship beyond the written letters you begin a fellowship with the spirit right so we must learn to read the scriptures we must learn to read the scriptures we must learn to there's a there's a sort of enlightenment that comes with the information of the written word of god i'm not even talking about you know the revelation knowledge now but i'm just talking about you know 
just normal reading of scriptures there's something that happens to you there's something that comes to you there's a light that dawns on you there's you know there's something that happens to you which you can now take further via meditations which you can now take further via confessions of the word of god right so we must learn to um study the scriptures study the scripture don't be a lazy person don't be a lazy christian study the scriptures sit with the scriptures sit with the scriptures you cannot grow without it remember that song we sing read your bible pray every day it is still so (laughs) we must read the scriptures we must pray we must read the scriptures we must pray so we see um um this this bible verse that says that as as children we should desire this the sincere milk of god um the sincere milk of the word that we might do what that we might grow thereby right that we might grow thereby and 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 i'm going to read that to you just now um the the living bible it says that now that you realize how kind the lord has been to you put away all evil deception yeah i'm reading first peter 2 2 now that you realize how kind the lord has been to you put away all evil deception envy and fraud long to grow up into the fullness of your salvation cry for this as a baby cries for his milk wow wow Look at that. It says, cry for this. Another version says that, desire the sincere milk of the word, that you might grow. And we see here, it says that that you might, it said, long to grow up into the fullness of your salvation. Right? And one of the instrumentality by which we can grow into the fullness of our salvation is by studying the written word of God with the help of the Holy Spirit so that we can enter into the person of the of the word of God, right? So that we can enter into truth, so that truth can break forth in, in, in our heart, right? So we must learn to read the word of God. I'm going to read another verse of the scriptures to you. James 1 21 to 25 and this is one of the scriptures that has blown my mind in this year I've never seen it in this light before and it has blown my mind of course I'm going to share it with you James 1 21 to 25 you remember that scripture that says that um taking in the engrafted word of God which is able to do what which is able to um, give us an inheritance amongst the saints. Uh, and this, uh, this one also says that, um, so get rid of all that is wrong with you in your life. That's James 2, James 1, 21. So get rid of all that is wrong in your life, both inside and outside. And humble, be glad for the wonderful message we have received. For it is able to save our souls as it takes hold of our hearts. Oh my God. I there's a there's this version of the scriptures, you know, that talks about um which is able to save your soul. Taking the word of God, the engrafted word of God, which is able to save your soul. Which is able to save now the, the engrafted word of God is something in our spirit 
saying we should lay demand on it we should press into it because it is able to save our souls saving our souls from its corruption saving our souls from its stronghold saving our souls from darkness there's darkness in 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 the soul of man because when we were born again it was our spirit that was born again was renewed was saved we still have to teach our soul the righteousness of God and that's why we we'll still come there in a very brief moment on meditation where it says that um, in Romans where it says that we should do what we should renew our minds we should renew our minds there's a sort of mind that Christ wants for us scripture says that have the mind of God have this mind this same mind that Christ had have it right so um, verse 22 says, and remember it is a message to obey, not just to listen to. So don't fool yourselves, right? So we see that for many people, I've had questions where it is like, and for myself too, I, I went through that and sometimes we still grapple with some of these things. We know these things in our head, but we can't do them. We need the Holy Spirit to help us. We need continually, we need continual gazing on the Word of God to help us to live it, right? So it says that remember it is a message to obey. That means every scripture, every admonition from the scripture, instruction, reproof, it is a message to obey, not merely a message to listen to. Verse 23 For if a person just listens and doesn't obey, he's like a man looking at his mirror in the face. As soon as he walks away, he can't see himself anymore or remember what it looks like. So what he's saying is that if you want to if you want to stay ever conscious of who you are, you have to do the word. Did God say you are a love being? You have to show love. In the most difficult situation, you have to show love. We have to do it. Verse 25. But if anyone keeps looking steadily into God's law for free men, that's the word of God, into God's law for free men, he will not only remember it, but he will do what he says, and God will greatly bless him in everything he do. It does rather so you can see that it says in verse 25 according you can check this particular scripture in other versions and let the light of God dawn on your heart like I said don't be lazy in studying the scriptures and I hope that one of these days um, I'll feel a release to release a podcast on how to study this Bible how to study the scriptures right so it says that if anyone keeps looking steadily into God's law for free men, he will not only remember it, but he will do it. So, your remembering the word is on how you constantly look at the scripture and also at the word of God, rather, and also it aids your doing. So, what you give attention to, you do it. It takes the instrumentality of the Holy Spirit, the force of the Spirit to do the Word. But it is inside of us. We were wired to do the Word, right? Our spirit can grasp the truth of the Word and we can do it. Glory to God. So, um, that is it. We must stay with the Word. We must stay with the Word. We must stay with the Word. There's no escape from the Word. It's either the Word or the Word. Right? So, um, number three pillar, which is important in the growth structure for every believer, is meditation. Meditation. Um, meditation means brooding, means 
contemplating it means reflecting it means thinking so we must we must take time to think on the word it's not about reading it's about doing it's about um the word of god mixing with blood in us it must become a part of us it must become inseparable we must it must become our default mode that is what god is conforming us to the word of god is conforming us to his word because that's our that's that's our origin scripture says we are born of the incorruptible word of god that lives and abides forever therefore what will sustain a man born of the word is the word so we must do it right so meditation is important if you want to really digest the word if you want to really do it and like james said earlier he said whoever steadily looks at the word of god right so he's trying to say that steadily looks is is not only saying reading you look you think you meditate you contemplate on the word of god it gets enlarged in your heart your heart is moved by faith to do it right so the truth is that you are not truly looking into the word of god if you are not doing one of the best ways to really look into the word of god is to do it right did god say you should did god say you are a love being you would do love right we would do love so um we see joshua 1 8 where god was instructing joshua and he said this book of the law will not depart from your mouth right and we're still coming to that it will not depart from your mouth that's confession will not depart from which is also an important pillar in the growth structure of a believer and it says it will not depart from your mouth you will meditate upon it day and night so you determine what your day and night is how often do you place the word of god in your heart how often do you allow the light of god's word to break into your heart where you can also you know there's no how you read the word and meditate and not bust out into prayers in fact meditation is prayers right so and i feel like the the subject of prayers is something else that god would have me open up and stretch at the appointed time so here's what i'm saying it says and you meditate upon it day and night and then you will have good success right he didn't say i will give you good success he said you will have it meaning that you want good success meditate on the word confess the word that was what he was saying to joshua right so he wasn't saying it is my duty to now give you success because you did it he's saying that the result the end result of doing this is good success so we must learn to meditate upon the word of god we must learn to reflect upon the word of god you study the scripture there's a a light that broke out you know you just saw what you call a bulb moment a light bulb moment an important striking um lesson or striking teaching that the holy spirit placed in your heart as you open the scripture you sit on it we think on it we think on our realities in christ we think on our identity in christ we think on our authority as a believer and this is how we are moved to do this is how the our art is helped with the consciousness of who we truly are and we see in romans 12 2 it says that 
should transform our minds we should renew our minds conforming we should not conform to the world but renewing our minds and how we renew our minds is via the word of god and then he now says something he says you'll be able to distinguish you'll be able to discern between what is the good perfect will of god meaning that one of the best ways in fact the way to sharpen your discernment the way to sharpen the perception of god's will is via the word as you as you study the word you are renewing your mind you are conditioning your your heart and your mind to a particular pattern a way to think there are certain people that cannot just react to some issues in a particular way anymore because they've so conditioned their mind is so in the subconscious setting that i cannot respond to this situation with fear i cannot respond to this situation with anger i cannot respond to that person with anger this is not who i am this is who i am they've said it over to themselves again and again and it's become it has seated in them right so that's what god wants us to do we want to grow you must meditate you must ponder on the the truth of the gospel you must ponder on the truth of Christ is finished works. We must continually give ourselves to this, right? So the fourth thing I'll be talking about, which is an important pillar in the growth structure for every believer, is the confession. Confession. And we see that in Joshua 1 8 2. It says, This word of God will not depart from your mouth. You keep saying it. We keep saying it till we become it. We keep saying it because we want to align our minds to the mind of God. We keep saying it because we want to be aware of this reality. We keep saying it because we want to become it. We keep saying it because we want to see results. Now, it takes a person who can endure with the word of God to get results from the word of God. We endure with the word. We endure with the word. We endure. It's not magic. We sit with the word. We reaffirm our faith in the word. And every single time God will come testing us. Um, not testing in that sense. But God will come checking our um, art to see how well these things are seated in our art. So if you know that there are certain things maybe about your health, about finance, about that is not so clear, that is not so sitting well, that is not so... Um, that you don't understand so well it's time to sit with it that prayers the word meditation confession and it takes time growth is time and i'll refer you back to my last podcast on spiritual growth as we opened the year 2021 so that you can listen it takes time (laughs) growth takes time and it's not necessarily time as in one o'clock two o'clock three o'clock or today tomorrow it time as far how dedicated your heart is to what you are putting your focus on right how your heart is grasping the truth of the focus at that moment right and i really hope that the Holy spirit opens this up to you in a better way so the word of god in your mouth is a sword that is both offensive and defensive right so sometimes the word of god stares you at your face and tells you shows you your bad shows you what you're doing wrong and then you have to sit with it you have to speak out your reality 
right you have to condition your environment your art more importantly to the reality of christ via confessions right and this is a whole lot of things but i i feel like maybe as we go on in the year god will have me pick um these pillars one after the other and expand longer on them but i ask that the holy spirit will help you to really go back and sit with each of these pillars that forms the basic structure for your um growth and help you to really dig deep and see the truth of the word of god in each of these pillars now on to the last and final one which is important for every believer who wants to grow is the fellowship with saints fellowship with fellow believers right it is an essential part of your growth and i'm not merely talking about going to church to go and display your new dresses going to church to go and dance and um you know see new makeup styles and new headgears right no or to catch up with your friends no you know fellowship is beyond that so many people go to church on sunday and at the end of the day they didn't fellowship in that sense they just you know they just had fun time on a sunday right but sincerely um fellowship is not merely about the church setting the four walls of the church it's also although there's fellowship in the church but it's also talks about a group of family members of course the family of christ who speaks to you who you can share your art with who can share their art with you who you can pray with together who can confirm the prophecies over you who can encourage you in the lord right so we need it we need it we need it you need fellowship with saints friends that you can open the scriptures with together three four five of you you know and the spirit bearing witness to what you're saying right so let's um i'm, go- I'm going to read first john 5 first john 5 16 and i really hope that this blesses you so it says if you see a christian sinning in a way that does not end in death you should ask god to forgive him and god will forgive him right now one of the things that this scripture is saying if you check it in other versions you see that it's saying that if you see your fellow brother sinning pray for the person and that happens in the place of fellow. if you don't have fellowship with other saints it cannot happen so that means he's saying that there's a sort of help that other brothers can give to a sinning brother right can give to a brother who is erring you can help a brother to come back to line via prayers via your prayers and prayers you know we see it in the early church they were not big churches so much sometimes you just many of the churches that was referred to was the family 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 in this family in that and you see them growing giving themselves to the ministry of word and prayers doing the word encouraging themselves and um you know cheering themselves on into into the doing of the word if you are in a circle where they don't inspire you to obey god they don't inspire you to do the word they don't inspire you to put your faith to work they don't hold ends with you to 
make things happen then you should be reconsidering your circle right we need brethren we need brothers right that we can trust um as sons as siblings of the same kingdom that we can trust they are in the church they are in your they are in your, they are in your um families they are in many circles um check them and be free to relate with brethren you have sisters you have brothers who are interested in your growth who are constantly praying for you interceding for you stay with them love them show them love and um you need them to grow because um we can't all always be strong together and we can't all always be weak together meaning that in a circle of five you can't all be weak together somebody will be strong to carry somebody else up and you can't all be weak together you can't all be strong together somebody would be weak that your strength is needed so we need each other just as apostle paul has um, described the body as the air the, the the analogy of the human body the body of christ within analogy of the human body and it says that the head cannot say i don't need the hand the hand cannot say i don't need the leg the leg cannot say i don't need the mouth we are all interrelated we are all interconnected and so we the earlier we discover this the better for us so i'm going to run through the five um, basic growth structure for every believer prayers the word meditation confession um, and fellowship with the saints these are simple things they look so simple but as we give time to it as we spend time on each of these pillars we see ourselves experiencing growth and always remember growth is not magic growth is growth <laughs> one scripture says and jesus grew it re- the scriptures really meant jesus grew meaning jesus went through pains sometimes was like okay ah what do i do again you know growth as process that's what i'm trying to say process not necessarily time as in 10 years but process if we give ourselves diligently to it and that was what god was telling joshua when he said meditate upon it day and night that is time for him it might not be day and night as in today is gone tomorrow is coming but day and night what is your day and night how many hours are you devoting to meditation to confession of the word to laying out of prophecies to fellowshipping with saints um to the word and to prayers how much of these things are you doing every day if you impute these things every single day of your life ha it's going to add up to so much and that's why i'm still going to refer you back to the podcast i talked about spiritual growth earlier this year because i remember i said that just like somebody who is eating up junks every day and you don't know you are adding weight by the time you look at yourself in about three months you are like what and you check your weight you're just like what what is happening how did i gain this fat how did i do this and how did i do that you were you were just storing up and you didn't know right so scripture says that if you fall in the day of adversity your strength is little meaning you were not building up enough strength in the days that you were in 
the in the days that there was no fall right so you we must really take out to these things and we must really learn to always see these things as um basic simple but yet profound and i really hope that i've blessed you and i really hope that you're going to put your heart to these things and do it you remember i said the looking of the word is in the doing of the word um such a great pleasure to speak to you and to um show you the way out of these things see you next time i love you Thank you.